Welcome back to Above the Pitch. It's segment time. This is going to be our first segment. Uh, we're going to discuss with you guys the what we think is going to be our top ten and then our bottom three. We both have the same winner here yeah, on I our think, paper. I think there's not too much controversy with, controversy with that. It's Chelsea, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll start off. Go ahead. I think Tuchel's too good of a coach. Um, and with what everything that he has, it's going to be very difficult for teams to get an upper hand on him. Um, the team is really with him. They believe in everything. Like I said before, they have a great spirit. And they have a key player in every position. And they have a key player that can replace that player in that position. Um, I think any team with N'Golo Conte has the ability to win the league, um, no matter what else is around him. It always gives that team a great chance. Now that they've added a striker in Lukaku, it makes their team even deadlier. And I think that that sent them over the edge of like, hey, we're going to win the league this year. Who do you think was there even going to be a close second? Yeah, I think United was going to be close. I thought this was the year United was going to win it until they signed Lukaku. I think with the signing Ronaldo, with Pogba in great form, Bruno in great form, Shaw in great form, signing Varane, I thought it was ours. Mm-hmm. And then they go ahead and they sign Lukaku. So this is awkward. Yeah, because now my, just makes Because my things... second place is Liverpool. Yeah, but that's... I don't like that. <laughs> Clearly, because yours isn't. I think that's unrealistic. This is my reasoning. I feel Chelsea's always going to be the most dominant this year, no matter what any other team does, right? My reasoning was just simple consistency. And barring, obviously, no injury crisis this year, hopefully, I think Liverpool can be the most consistent team. They may not be blowouts at all. They may be one nothings, 2-1s. But just from what I've been able to see so far... And our ability to keep the same team where there's not much that we need to learn. I think that was the big change for me with Liverpool and United. I didn't think, no matter who United signed and when I even saw who they signed, I didn't think this year is their year. As soon as I saw it, I said, man, next year is going to be rough. Because I do think that team needs a year's worth to really gel and then become a huge force. Yes, you could say all the names one by one and they sound wonderful, but we've seen examples of them learning, making mistakes, not gelling first half, doing better second half, getting used to Ronaldo's presence, Varane getting used to with the defense, other people getting used to Varane, etc. That's what edged it for me. I just felt like there's nothing for Liverpool to learn. They just have to stick to what they know and get the consistent wins. So that was my only reasoning for that. I can agree with you with the United comments. I think they'll be better next year. Um, I think Ole's tactics need to be better as well for us to get uh even greater chance of winning the league. Um, for Liverpool, I agree with your statement where they have the best 11 as a team, not individual-wise, but as a unit. I think when you put those 11 players on the team with Klopp, they're very, very deadly. And they definitely one of the best in the league. Definitely can win it. If if no one got injured, 
ever, and they had full stamina all game long, they'd definitely be in contention to win every year and probably get first. Um, but the thing is, there are injuries, and they have a terrible bench compared to Chelsea, City, and United. Their bench is miserable. And last year, they didn't have a defense. Now they have a defense. So now you can say their defensive bench is great. Great. Now they can fill out the the bench on defense. Look at the midfield. It's not good anymore. Uh, when Alden left, Harvey Elliott's injured. Milner's going to be playing around again. Mm-hmm. And they have Thiago, um, Keita, Fabinho, Henderson, Henderson Milner, and Oxlade-Chamberlain. I don't think, I think obviously their midfield is nowhere near where it should be. I think with Jota now and being able to float around Firmino, I think that does give us a good edge well, for that's our more in the striking sense, but that's only one striker. But I'm need... just saying in general, I think that I think that will be fine. Obviously if Mane and Salah get injured, it's a whole other story, right. but they do a really good job of staying fit. I think the defense this year, they're covered with a crisis. Like you said, I think it's more of just a midfield crisis this year. You know, we just saw Thiago get hurt. We have Harvey Elliott out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, what, next year, what, the attackers are going right. to start thinning so out? So that's why I just don't feel like you guys can get second. I think it's fair. I'm Obviously, I'm still going to stick to my opinion on that. I just think the consistency. Also, this is the same team that was able to bring in so many points from games when they were competing against City. Every year it gets tougher. But you know what I'm saying? It's different. You know, Man United haven't had any players being the, in that kind of mindset. There's a whole mindset to that too. You know, being able to keep going every game fresh, fresh, fresh. Well, besides three Bruno points, three points, three points, Shaw. three points. But you haven't had yeah. like a high hole point team. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know how City and Liverpool were like, it was just a numbers game. When are you going to drop? Well, I understand that, but we have gone. Uh, when Bruno first joined, we went unbeaten for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and we've Understood. been unbeaten away for more than thirty games now. Understood. So it is possible. It's just when we when we were on top of the league last year, it's when we drop form for four to five games. That's our thing. We we get really strong and we get really heated up, and then we fail for four to five games. That's what kills us every season. So I'm going to say my four Champions League spots. So in order, I have Chelsea, Liverpool, United, then City. That's that's my right. order. And I, we just have City and Liverpool. I have City and Liverpool flop. So it's Chelsea, United, City, and then Liverpool. Just, so you think Manchester City is going to be able to edge out? Yeah, because they can just defeat all the other small teams easily. And then they'll probably win out on Arsenal again. And they'll beat Spurs, and they'll give you a run for your money. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Who do you have in your Europa spots five and six? I have Leicester and Spurs, but now that I'm looking at it, I think I'm going to swap uh, West Ham with Leicester, and I'm going to give West Ham the fifth spot. What a cheater! And I'm going to give Spurs the sixth spot. Hell no! You're going to stick to what you got. No, I like that better. Yeah, I know, because that's what I have. I didn't even look at yours. <laughs> no. Is yeah. that what you have to? Yeah, I have West Ham okay. as fifth and then Spurs as sixth. Well, that's... I feel like West Ham's going to edge out. I think... They're playing really good. They've they showed yeah. they can play well, and that's the big deal, that they know they could do it. And I think with Vlasic now also as an option, it just gets stronger. They were able to hold their own with United. 
even though they didn't get the win. Um, so I think that's going to be a big play. If Antonio stays fit, he'll get goals. But they have a good personnel. Yeah. Like, even their bench is strong. My thing with Spurs, I think they're going to have their meat and potatoes going to be the middle of the season. They're going to play well. And then January window, I think, is going to shuffle things up again because it's going to be the Kane saga all over again. Is it going to go anywhere again? I think that's going to hurt. For Spurs. For Spurs. And it's more so what's going to happen out of that. If Kane stays again, then maybe it's going to be like, you know, Kane says, that's it. I have to really just settle down right now. Spurs is gone next year. I mean, Kane's gone next year. Yeah, yeah, probably summer. But I'm just saying, I think that January window is actually going to be, it's going to hurt them mentally as a team. So I think that's why I'm going to put them six. And then I'll do seven to ten. I put Leicester, Villa, Everton, Leeds. How about yourself? I have Leicester, Arsenal. I've seemed to wrote West Ham twice in my piece of paper. That's how good they are. So they get two spots. We'll do. <laughs> you Ever- put Leicester. You switched it. No, no, no. I have them over here too. Okay. So I don't remember who the hell this is supposed so to be. So do your four. So I'm going to do. We're going to start from seven. So I'm going to do Leicester, Arsenal, Everton, Villa. Okay. All right. So similarity. I put Leeds in my 10. I kind of don't care how Arsenal get it together. I'm not convinced at all, even with their wins, that they're going to be able to keep it together. I'm being very generous in the fact that if they get their full team and he gets to use the formation and lineup that he wants, that Aubameyang and Lacazette will wake up, Pepe will have a good year, and they'll play because this year means a lot for the club. My thing is, I feel the four teams that I named have had great transfer windows, they have some weapons they haven't unlocked yet, and they're already playing quality. You know, Leicester still haven't even unlocked the whole um, Sumari. I think Leicester in terrible form. That's why I gave them seven. I just see them. I've seen from what they've showed in their good games that I feel they can keep that quality going. They have Pats and Daka. They haven't even used Ihianacho yet. They haven't used Pats and Daka. That's what I'm saying. They have him. They have him. They haven't even used Ihianacho. They have striking partnerships that they haven't used yet. I think Barnes is having a poor year. I think Madison's having an extremely poor year, just like how we left it last year. The defense isn't that great right now. They haven't settled the back four. They just got Vestigard. Evans isn't starting every game. Soyanchu's having a bad year. Their right, Ricardo Pereira is actually having a good year. Their left back keeps switching because there's an injury at the moment. Um, Albrighton is one of their most decent players on the year, and Vardy hasn't receiving as much service as he usually does. So I think it's going to be one know. of those. They're where... kind of in a dip. For me. I think once they turn on, you're going to be... Your confidence is going to go back. Well, that's why game seven. All right. I mean, we have the same. Right. So. And then Aston Villa, same. If Leon Bailey can be more... Right. They're not know, a healthy. bad team. They make great signings. Watkins and Ings just got to perform. But I have them at 10. You yeah. have them at 8? Who's that? Aston Villa? Aston Villa at 8, yeah. I have them at 10. Yeah, I just think with their attacking weapons, with Matty Cash getting a lot better, with uh, Tyrone Mings, you know, Love Tyrone physical Mings. presence, Emiliano Martinez, I just feel like they have more to prove this year. And compared to Everton and Leeds, I just see them being less hot and cold. I just feel like um, Everton um, is going to be good because, you know, they've been in the Premier League and they're usually around that area, so they know how to deal with everything. And mm-hmm. plus, 
They have Rafa Benitez, who's a pretty defensive coach, and could probably keep them to get what's a couple one zero wins. Right. Who is your bottom three relegation? Starting from the bottom, bottom. Yeah, go twenty, twenty nineteen, eighteen. Well, we both can agree with Norwich at the bottom. Yeah. Um. Then I have a, it's a tough one for me. I'll, I'll put Watford as a second to last. Okay. Um. I just feel like awkward again. I have Watford. Um. They have a squad of Premier League players, not stars, but players, and they're all kind of middle-aged, but uh, I feel like it's not the right experience, you know. They have experience, but it's old, so it's only going to be helpful when you're playing. It's old and inexperienced. It's going to be, when you're playing the small teams, it's going to be helpful for the edge. Right. There's not many small teams anymore. I feel like the three teams I'm going to name are the only small teams in my head. Like, I don't even feel like Brentford's small anymore. The way no, they're, they're playing. playing really great. You know, Everton's not small. Leeds is not small. Southampton's keeping up. So, I don't think they'll have enough to edge. It's exciting. And honestly, if they get relegated again, please. This is... I need to see Saar just get a transfer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll go if they get a transfer. Out of that whole team, Dennis and Saar should get a transfer. Josh King is old. It's fine. Josh King's young. They're, no, he's not. He's a little bit up there. I mean, he's been playing for a while. You'd he's be young. Surprised. He's young. He's got to be at least 24. We're going to fact check this real quick. Joshua King is 29 years old. Holy cow. I told you. He's, he's been around like, for longer he's than He's got a baby face. He's got a baby face. Well, he's been born for a couple years, so I guess that's why so, he's yeah. 29. So, Josh King, you know what I mean? Their whole midfield is older. You know, Cathcart is there, too. They have Danny Rose. Holy eh. cow, Cathcart. Ben Foster. It's old team. But I would like to see Dennis and Sarg. That's why I just feel like they're going to fall off. And And then then I have Burnley as my uh, third to last. Why are you going to do our man dirty like that? Because I just feel like Brentford's going to stay up. I get it. Burnley has a great defense. They got... Burnley always does just enough. I know, but I... They're the just enough team. This is... This this Premier League, it's different. Like, when I... If Sam Allardyce... Was eleven people? It'd be Burnley. It's different. When I used to watch Premier League in the early two thousands, teams would go to face United, uh, Chelsea, Arsenal, and especially the Man United games. Those bottom teams they wouldn't attack. Like they just sit back the entire time. Like it was a different style of play. Like everybody was four four two, and the difference in quality was really there. And these teams coming up now, like, they all attack. Like, not those, like, Brighton, Brighton attacks, you know. It's not like Stoke City and, uh, what was the coach, um, Pulis, where it was like, send the ball in the box, try to win the game on free kicks and corner kicks. And that's what the lower, like, lower lower teams would do. Mm. Now they actually try to play the game. Yeah, I know. So, this, Very is, in your this, face. Is, this is a year where the really only one bad team in the league is Norwich. Yeah. Like. So it's really hard to choose your bottom three. Like I had, I'm choosing Burnley because this is the first year we've actually seen them buy players. You know what I mean? Like, when have you seen Burnley? That's that's why I don't players. have them there. That's why I have them there. Listen, because maybe they realize, hey, we might get relegated this year. <laughs> exactly. Hey, look, 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 look. 
It's like they planted new trees in the garden. They got they got cedar wood. Tell me, tell me what Alexei Maximin, Rafinha, and Burnley's new signing Maxwell Cornet. What do they all got in common? I don't know. They're both decent league on wingers. So shoot, maybe Cornet follows suit. Newcastle was almost right there for me. If St. Maxim gets injured, they could easily get relegated. So, I had Norwich, just like you, in 20th, Watford in 19th, and I stuck to my guns, and I'm putting Newcastle. I think Newcastle is going to be the I just didn't want to see him go man. down. I just, no one wants to see it. I, they have but terrible management. They have terrible management. But the defense they, doesn't look good anymore. You know, we used to be excited about They Fabian play five Char. in the back. Every game. That's they what play 5-4-1. They don't look good. I just don't want to put them there. Joe Willock doesn't. He'll get there. I think he'll be fine. Joe Willock's having but some trouble. It's what time you're saying. Kicking the ball. If we're going to keep watching Alan St. Maximin running 50 yards and trying to dribble to three people, if you don't think he's going to get injured soon, you're mistaken. He got injured last He was out for all of COVID last year, and he still stayed up, though. He's going to get injured, and they're going to not be able to do anything. What are you going to do, Joe Ellington? Good luck. Well, he stayed up last year. I believe in them again. I mean, they've all stayed up <laughs> last year, so... Very true. You know, I just... That's that's where I'm feeling Giving that. it to Burnley. So Liverpool's winning the league, in other words. So I get it. Liverpool's definitely not winning the league. Naby Keita's goal is going to win the league. Yeah. Well, when you enjoy mediocrity, you watch Liverpool. <laughs> or you watch uh, the post-Sir Alex Ferguson United. That's not true. At least we won something. Carabao Cup? I don't know if we even won that. <laughs> That's what Spurs fans always say. Won, won the Europa League. <laughs> That's perfect. That's all right. We're going to win the league this year and next. You guys got it. Don't worry. I don't know what you guys got. Rebuild. That's <laughs> we, what you we got, got a lot. <laughs> hey, Jude Bellingham might come to Liverpool. Are they actually saying that? Yeah. Nah, they're probably just doing that whole Dortmund. No, he's a Liverpool thing. fan. Is he? Yeah. He's in love with CVG. That would make me really warm inside. This is totally off segment. It doesn't matter. I guess so. Jude Bellingham, Liverpool. That'd be, I mean, maybe when Salah goes. When Salah goes, because they can't afford to pay him 500k a week. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, thanks guys for listening to our predictions. Uh, we're going to focus back and reflect on it later on in the season. Let's see where we uh, stand. Thanks, I'm everyone. I'm on my piece of paper. <laughs>